This is In The Zone. Cecilia Towns, the founder, CEO of GladiateHurst.com. Thank you. That's what I like to do. What, what's next? World domination? Yeah. I mean, what's so, next? Uh, <laughs> um, that, that, is, that is eventual, but not quite next. Just growing GladiateHurst is really what's next for us. And then, and then world domination. <laughs> you know, it cracks me up every time y'all say I'm on the celebrity line. On the In The Zone Network. Hey, what's going on? This is Ishmael Sistrunk from the St. Louis American and STLAmerican.com, and I am in the zone with Arlington Lane and Palmer Alexander III. This is In the Zone. It's Maurice Drummond. Maurice! That's an introduction that, you know what, can we just start it over? I, I want to hear that introduction again. <laughs> <laughs> you, guys, you guys really know how to warm up a guest, man. I, I really, I'm always honored to come on with you guys. Hey, thanks a lot, fellas, and um, you know what? You're doing an unbelievable job, and uh, I can't thank you enough for, uh, for letting me come on. On the In The Zone Network. City to city, state to state, worldwide, Connecticut is in the zone. This is it. That's on the weekend, and the New England Public Radio stuff. That's during the week, and occasionally I'm out in the field in the field covering stories too. So I'm not just an anchor; I'm also a reporter and also a writer on occasion. So I've been able to do these two jobs. I love them both to death, and it allows me to get out around New England and cover all these stories. And it also allows me to give my take on what goes on, so people can turn to me for the information that they need. That's my job as a news anchor and a reporter. They need the information. That's my job to give it to them as it is and to tell it straight through. It's not fake news. It's the actual stuff. <laughs> so what is it like uh, covering sports up in the uh, northeast corridor of the United States? I mean, we're in the Midwest, and, you know, it's I mean, it's, it's pretty much kind of centric, you know, Cardinals and Blues or some NFL stuff. And, you know, from, from my vantage point, I, I know that UConn is, is, is king up there. But what are some of the other big things up there? It's the Patriots, I assume, and the Bruins and the Red Sox. 
Well, the thing about where I live here in Connecticut, it's a battleground state between the New York and Boston teams. So you get a little mix of Yankee fans and Giants fans. And then, yeah, you get the Red Sox fans and the Patriots fans. Obviously, though, our proximity where I live is closer to Boston. So you're going to get more of the Boston area fans that root and those teams they root for. So clearly the Patriots are the best team in this region because they've won the last three, two Super Bowl championships. They're the defending champions now. And the Red Sox won the World Series until this past season, obviously the Nationals won it. But those are the two teams in this region that fans really look into. And the Celtics, until the Kemba Walker injury, they were, they're still playing well, but obviously Kemba Walker's injury is going to determine how far they go now. But in this region, it is about UConn and we have UMass and then um, occasionally some of the other major, major schools in this region are just as good. Um, you have Yale basketball and football, and, and occasionally you have um, Quinnipiac, where I went to school at, a women's team. Quinnipiac, um, women's basketball is pretty king in the state of Connecticut. Obviously, UConn women have won 11 national championships. And this past fall, the Connecticut Sun, the WNBA team, was in the WNBA finals. They lost the series to the Washington Mystics in a good five-game series, and they play their games here, where I'm at now, at Mohegan Sun. And the fans really take to the support and they really embrace when they're successful. And that's what makes the state so popular for women's sports because the UConn success has allowed the fans, the fans and the game itself to grow here. So when you talk UConn, most of the time you're hearing about women's basketball. The men's team is coming back around. They had some bad years, but they're coming back. But women's basketball is pretty much all about UConn and what they've done here. So when you talk around this time of the year, Fans will get giddy for UConn women's basketball because they are expected to win every year. I think they've been spoiled, and same with the NFL and the Patriots. You know, when they play, they think that they have to win the championship every year because if they don't, it's like being a typical fan that you know that has a, a lot of history of winning. If they don't win, to them, they think it's a colossal failure. So we are kind of like spoiled here with the teams that we root for because they win a lot. Join us on the Ice Every Line is Michael Loud Jr. Uh, he works on the air he he's a hard working man uh, also involved with the NAPJ I want to I want to touch on uh, on that as well but uh, so currently right now you are at the uh, Mohegan Sun Arena at, at the casino that, is that correct that is correct sir and uh, so w- what are some of the action that you're checking out today well this today where I'm at is what they do it's it's sponsored by the basketball hall of fame it's called the hall of fame tip-off it's a major college basketball tip-off tournament here at the arena and every year they have uh nine teams that play four games here um the first game just ended defending national champion virginia gets knocked off umass so uh right now it's arizona state and um st john's right now in the second game and then they have a couple other games later on tonight so they do this every year as part of the whole college basketball tip-off phenomenon that they do every year around this time of year when the games start going. And a lot of the mid-majors and the big schools play for those RPIs as they build their resume towards March for the NCAAs. So that's what I'm here doing now. And it's always a fun time to be here because you get a lot of quality basketball here. I mean, this is where it happens and not just the fact that you're going to be watching the basketball, but we're inside a casino. So before you watch basketball or after you watch the game, you can go gamble away some money that you've had saved up here at the casinos or maybe eat some food here and then watch some basketball or wherever the case you may be. So it's a win for everybody involved because you get to see quality hoops action and then you're going to play some games afterwards and then you'll have some great food around you. It's a win and it's not just today, they're doing it tomorrow as well on Sunday. So it's a two-day event. Man, uh, Michael Lyle Jr. here is joining us on our celebrity line and. 
Listen, I was uh, I was I was checking the IG page out, and recently uh, I saw I saw a pic uh, of you. You was on the Sports Center campus, and uh, that was about ten years ago. And can, can you reflect a little bit uh, with, with me and some some of our listeners uh, your experience uh, working over there at ESPN? Yeah, yesterday was a homecoming of sorts because I went back there to visit. It was actually ten years to the day that I was um, I had left the company. So I went back there. One of my colleagues for our local NABJ chapter here in Connecticut and New in New England uh, works there. So he got me and my mentee, also Kelsey Nicole Nelson, who you had on your show before. She was in town for a couple of days, so we both went up there yesterday to check it out. And it just it, for her it was an experience because it was her first time. For me, it was a homecoming, like I said, because I was there for six years working in the radio department. So um, it was good to see old friends, and old colleagues, and just to rekindle some of that. ESPS flavor that I built over the six years I was here. And, uh, yeah, there's nothing like the signature shot, which is sitting on that Sports Center set and getting that picture. Because everybody thinks now you're going to be on Sports Center tonight. No, it's just that when you have those connections, you can get those little signature shots and you can say, you know what? That could be me one day on that set doing that kind of work. And this is what you get into this business for, guys. You want to be part of stuff like ESPN or on the national a national page when you're doing things that get you that kind of attention and they look to you because they see that you're the like especially as a minority this is what we gotta do and hold it down if you will we gotta have those platforms available to us that we can make our mark and sit on a sports like that to inspire others to do the same thing and maybe give them some sort of hope that if I can do it then you can do it and you know that's one of the most uh, rewarding things you know doing this um I've been in this, you know, for uh, for 20 years, and and you know, and having somebody like seeing somebody like Kelsey, and just connecting with her. And I remember when I first got in media, I didn't see people like her. And you see somebody with so much talent, and, and you wanna you wanna see somebody like her get to the top, and and, and not just her, but Renee Washington, and. You know, so many others just like over the end of the zone with, with Ashley Wright. There's so 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 many uh, young black women. It's encouraging seeing them in the in our industry, and, and I just want to help them. You know, and, and see them reach exactly out because they're doing some amazing things. So that's another reason why you know we was able to grow just uh, just kind of veering off from the everyday. You know, okay the Kaepernick scandal or the NBA scandal, but some of the other women like Kelsey Nicole or Cecilia Towns or MIS or some of the great women at NABJ. And it's really great connecting with you and, and being a part of that great organization. And, and we're looking to also do some stuff with NABJ. Yeah, and that's just it, brother. You just said it. I mean, you want to help each other out. We want to help those, especially the women, because as you know, in sports media, it's a predominantly male-dominated industry. And as you know, there ain't too many of us if you get my grip look like us in the industry now. So we have to constantly break down those barriers to allow sisters like Kelsey and all of others to get in these doors and to make their mark because they're just a talented, if not the best at what they do. And they ought to have those same conditions that you see the other ones that have those jobs on TV. So for Kelsey to get that experience going to ESPN this week to see what it was all about, she really enjoyed herself. And yeah, she envisions herself being here one day doing that. And Let's face it, we gotta help each other get there and that's where it's at. One of us, it's like, you gotta nurture those that wanna have those same opportunities. And if we stick together, and like one person told me the other day, we are all in this together, it's the truth. We are all trying to get to that same level. We're all in it, as I like to say, to win. 
Yes, uh, we can help the other show get to, get to that level, and that's the way it should be, as far as I'm concerned. Yes, sir. We all we got. City to city, state to state, worldwide. You listen to the End Zone Network. We got Michael I. Jr. joining us on our celebrity line, sponsored by the End Zone Network, Peace Spring Store. Bro, we're not going to have you on for much longer. I know you got a lot of good basketball to catch up to. What's the best way to be able to keep up with you and all the great things that you are doing out there? Brother, y'all can find me on Twitter and Instagram. My handle is Lyle Multimedia, L-Y-L-E Multimedia, all one word. And you can also find me on Facebook. You can just search my name, Michael Lyle Jr., and there I am. I'm not hard to find. All right, brother. Well, thank you so much, man. You know I'm going to be in contact with you, man. You know what? We just got more work to do and more people to help, man. Brother, I'm all in this doing what we're doing right now. That's why I'm here now in Mohegan Sun because I look around and ain't too many like me right here in this building. So that's what it's all about. <laughs> that's what it's about. It's the truth. So you're preaching. All right. Well, well, right on, right on. Well, we'll be in touch with you. Thank you so much for joining us, and we'll definitely be in touch. Palmer, it was a pleasure, man. Thank you so much. I'm looking forward to the next time. All right, that is Michael Lyle Jr. More in the zone coming up after this. This is Mike Lyle Jr., news anchor and reporter based in Connecticut for New England Public Radio and WTIC. Also newest inductee of the National Press Club and a fellow member of the NABJ. And you're in the zone. This is in the zone. You should not have said that. His name has just been spoken. In the Zone Network. Yeah, man. Tony Scott here, and you're listening to In the Zone with the A-Train, Arlington Lane, and Palmer Alexander, man. This is In the Zone. They all want to know what's causing all this. In St. Louis, the talk of the NFL, a talk of professional football, is alive and well again. Now you got... You got Benjamin Albright and, and Albert Breer on the air in St. Louis radio talking about the possibility of football coming to St. Louis. But why is this happening? You know why? Because Derek King sparked the conversation. On the In the Zone Network. 